Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the newly numbered episode 301 of Bell to Bell with Bobby Blaze. I am your host and six-time WWA World Heavyweight Champion of the Lower 48 uh, Western States guy, uh, Professor Jeremy Vilmer. And joining us now, the only man to ever hold the six-man tag team titles of the United States and the National Wrestling Organization, Bobby Blaze. What's happening, Bobby? Hey, Cecil, you're not the creeper, man. My <laughs> God, look at our accolades on here. We're, yes, we've done it, man. We... um well, we made it to 2020, so welcome to all of our fans and our listeners of 2020 there, Professor, and uh, the world champion of the lower 48, and look at us. We, we're, we got them six-man tag titles. I can't believe we done it. <laughs> I know. I know. Look at us go. Um, <laughs> I don't know who our text. Guess what? You're a champion, pal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, this week, Bobby, um, I, I don't know if anybody could tell, but we're doing an episode called Bad for Business, Imposters, Frauds, and Charlatans. Oh, man, this will be fun. Yes. Be, that oh, is- that is why I have conflated our title reigns to be slightly larger than they actually were. <laughs> okay, yeah, things in the mirror, uh, you know, appear. But anyway, uh, yeah, you know what, Mike? I'm going to do this. We might have to say an F word today, and I'm not talking about fuck. But if you say if you say that word fake, God, do you, do you kiss your mother fat mouth? You know what I'm saying? We might have to, every time let's do this uh, for uh, Spark South uh, uh, Third Coast out there. Uh-huh. Uh, and for you, instead of the E word, if we say the F word, hot. I might spit on my fucking carpet. I don't know, but we're going to, we may, we may use the F word and I'm talking about fake. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. We all have fun with this. Yeah. I I hope so. I hope so. Um, before we get started and before we lay our ground rules, because God forbid (laughs) we ever do a show that doesn't have to have rules. Oh um, yeah. Let's, uh, let's, uh, well, let's, let's get into a couple little news bits, shout outs and that sort of thing. And first off, I think we want to say congratulations to somebody from FTC wrestling. Oh yeah. Hey, Casey King, man. He become the, uh, FTC heavyweight champion last night at uh, a show in, in Ironton, West, uh, Ironton, Ironton, Ohio, here in the tri-state area. So uh, Casey's is a really good guy, a real good up-and-comer, and just a really good person, human being, Professor. And, um, uh, man, I see the guy at the gym working hard. I've known him for a couple years now. I've seen him training to, to become a better craftsman in a business. He respects the business. He respects other people in the business. And, um uh, he doesn't know I'm going to do this, but hey, congratulations, Casey King. So thank you so much, for Professor, for bringing that up. That's a big shout-out right there. Yes, absolutely. Congratulations, Casey. Way to go. Uh, pretty awesome friend of the show there. Casey's been with us since just about the beginning of this podcast. Yeah, thanks think and, so. Yeah, so awesome. Way to go, Casey. All yeah. right. Uh, you know, I'm going to do my last shout-out. I'm going to do my two shout-outs last because one of them goes directly into the theme of the show. Okay, great. Um, but let's go ahead and, uh, well, we, you know what? We got one of your locals over there. Let's uh, give a shout out to, uh, Tom over at Ironhead's Hardcore Gym. Yeah, man. Uh, I go to the Tommy Head, uh, Tommy over there at Ironhead's. The nutrition, they got a nice gym down in, in South Shore, Kentucky, but the nutrition facility is here in Ashland. And, uh, Tom, if you're listening, I know he's a fan of the podcast. We want to give a shout out to his business. I've lost nutritional supplements from him throughout the year. Uh, 
got some CBD oil from them, uh, actually lotion, uh, the last purchase uh, from a friend of mine. Hey, Melanie, get your feet off the fucking couch, would you? <laughs> God damn, it's cold. Aren't your feet cold? Something, honey, please. Maybe we've got some CBD oil and uh, lotion. And, um, man, he's just got a really, I know it's supposed to be a shout out. Shouldn't be F word and custom melody or whatever, but man, they got some nutrition stuff to help you to, um, all your nutritional needs. Uh, and good people, man. Him and his wife, Donna. So there you go, Tom. Uh, big shout out to Ironhead's Jim. I know he's out there uh, pumping out iron. He's a big, strong guy, man. And, and all because of his nutrition and his uh, training. And it's it's a pleasure to welcome him on board, hopefully, in the future. And uh, we'll just give him a shout out right now. Yeah, at Ironhead's HardcoreGym.com. And Ironhead's is with a Z at the end. So Ironhead's yes. HardcoreGym.com. Go give Tom a look. Uh, and I'm sure if you're in the area, stop by, buy some supplements. And uh We'll all appreciate it. Yes, for sure. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that, Professor. That's all cool. Yeah, absolutely. Man. Well, Bobby, uh, let's let's move on to one more. Oh, well, we got a couple more, but uh, let's yeah. talk about your girl, Thunder Rosa. Ah, I knew you was going to bring it up. She's got new outfits. She's in Japan. She's the first um, non-Japanese champion for this. Um, uh, Thunder Rosa, TJPW, I guess that the, uh, the Japanese girls... Um, Drawing a blank on the, the actual thing, but she won a title over there. Just she's been over for a couple of few days. She's going to be over there. Of course, she's in the NWA. We've been tra- following and tracking, and we'll you know we'll we'll talk some about that. But yeah, let's give her a shout out because man, she's really been an up and comer in the last year of yeah. professional wrestling with the NWA, with all the stuff she's done prior to that. Uh, but you know, and the MMA stuff she's done down in San Antonio. Uh, there's just something about her that you have to like, man. You got Digger. She's because she's believable. She she's not all that big, but she's uh, pure muscle. And um, she she knows how to wrestle. She knows how to shoot. She knows how to work, and and uh, just something about her. And we've been contracting her, so I'm glad she had a a very successful Japanese tour under her belt for this uh, past week or so. Yeah, no, she. I mean, you so. can tell just watching her move around in the ring and stuff. She's legit. She's strong, tough as yeah. hell, and fun to watch. And you know, little little easy on the eyes too. Oh, very easy on the eyes. Yeah, yeah. especially if you like that. You know. Woo. <laughs> Big shout out Thunder Rosa and to the NWA for that matter. That's yeah. that's good stuff right there, folks. Absolutely. Um, who else you got there? Well, you know, leading uh, off the NWA real quick here. You know, ever since uh, Mr. Cornette was pulled off, not pulled off, he resigned from the show. Right. Uh, Stu Bennett stepped in. You know, Bad News Barrett, uh, Wade Barrett was the name he wrestled under. Well, I've got a good friend over in London. He's a writer, director, producer. An actor, and his name's Sam Benjamin, and Sam actually did a movie with Stu Bennett, and Sam is a big American wrestling fan. He just started getting into old NWA stuff when I first met him a year or two back. Uh, he's done a series on YouTube you can find called The Few. It's a superhero web series, a lot of fun to watch. So cool. I want to give a shout-out to Sam. I don't even know if he listens to this show, but he used to listen to Geekish Cast, and he'd been a guest on there a few times. So I wanted to give him and, and Stu Barrett a shout-out for that fact. Very cool, very cool. There you go. Um, so, how about this? One more. Um, how about the retirement of Jushin Thunder Liger? Let's bring that up real quickly. Uh, probably the greatest junior heavyweight champion of all time, some say. Mm-hmm. Uh, very successful 30-some-plus years in a professional wrestling. Uh, recently had his retirement match at the uh, Wrestle Kingdom 14, which I'm going to watch. I stream it about every year after the fact. Um, but... Uh, 
I guess all I don't have no guessing about all the fucking matches from what I've seen on highlights and stuff are very awesome as usual. But uh, Juice and Thunder Liger had his retirement match here the last couple of days ago by the time you're listening to this podcast. And I had the pleasure of, uh, I was a fan of his, but I also had the pleasure of uh, touring Australia with him way back in the day. And uh, very businesslike. Uh, of course, after that, I went to Japan several times. What a huge fucking star he is. Um, but in, uh, when I was in Australia, I got to work, watch him wrestle and work every night. And of course, that's been many, many years ago. Uh, but man, I don't know if he's went, he's just done so much throughout the world of professional wrestling because he could do, he's one of those few people too that could do, um, the Japanese style, the Mexican style. He had went to um, the Lucha style, rather, and he had mm-hmm. went to uh, uh, Canada. He worked up there in Calgary, and he could also do the pro style uh, many times with uh, WCW. And uh, I, I know he worked a couple uh, matches with the other company there, but but basically, you know, uh, he did do some stuff with WCW, but he was a huge star in Japan, so there's no need to really go. And throughout the world, I know he toured uh, throughout the world. But I'm just um, happy to know that, uh, uh, that I had the pleasure of seeing him in person night after night night and to see such a tremendous athlete um he was very bit on conditioning and I, I, I of course i admired that but also his ring work every night was either him and chris benoit against each other or benoit and um uh juicing against uh the malenkos or uh dean and juicing liger just tearing it fucking off the blowing the building up man you know to see them guys i remember sitting in this uh crow's nest at this um arena and, um, man, his match when he, it just, it was him and Malenko and it just, they just tore the fucking house down, man. And uh, I know he could do it night in and night out and he still can, but congratulations on his very successful career. Probably the, ju- the greatest junior heavyweight title holder in the world, Jushin Thunder Liger. Yeah. And I believe he also has fought giant monsters too. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, if the comic, that's, that's awesome. if the comic, yeah, books the comic. Be, yeah. and I, and I, 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 Trying to think. Uh, I guess they presented the guy that the comic books, uh, just drawing what I've seen off the weekend, they presented him with flyers, flyers before the match, uh, flowers before the match, I guess, was a guy that the comic, um, however that works, Jeremy, you know more about that than I do. Yeah. What am I trying to say? The editor or producer of the, the comic Publisher, maybe. With, I didn't yes, see who thank, it was. Yes. But yeah. yeah, but anyway, so I get, I mean, it's always a big deal. It had 30,000 fucking playing, uh, fans live. So what's that tell you? It's a big event. <laughs> a huge event, a huge uh, event, yeah. Yeah, um, there you go. I'm sorry. Anyway, you know what it is. Wrestle Kingdom 14, I guess, uh, IWGP, huge uh, New Japan show. Yes, uh, at which Tetsuya Naido became the IWGP World and Intercontinental Champion. Awesome, man. Yeah. Awesome. And I've seen just a little bit of footage of it, so I need to go watch it. That's what you're saying. Yes. Um, that Okada, I love watching him wrestle. He is kind of a super badass. I, I know, you know, the, the listeners to our show may not be huge Kenny Omega fans, but legitimately, in my opinion, some of the best matches put on in the last few years were o- Omega and uh, Okada, and anybody that they'll set up to beat Okada or who can beat Okada deserves a big tip of the hat. Yeah, well, I've, I've seen some matches, too, with Omega, and, and I agree with you. Um, and I know a good friend of mine is, a, a, besides just mentioned Okada to me before. So, yeah, hats mm-hmm. off to, uh, is that Na- Naito? Is that how you say it? I'm sorry. I believe, I believe so, it's Tetsuya um, Naito, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right, very good. I 
IWGP uh, heavyweight and intercontinental champion. There you go. I'm going to watch that hopefully this week sometime, stream it or something. Uh, but, yeah, what else we got going on? Anything before we move on? Well, the one thing I'm going to do is I'm going to give a big shout-out to John Lee over in the U.K. Um, he uh. kicked around and got a hold of me with what became this show's concept for the week. Uh, you know, he wanted to focus more on specific uh, fraudsters and charlatans and imposters. I don't like to raise people's profiles. We are going to talk about some regardless, but I really spun it in a way, and I believe it was also John's idea that we could spin it in a way where we talk about signs of imposters and charlatans. Okay, so, cool. So John cool. Lee over in the UK, thank you, John. Thank you for he's been a longtime supporter of the show. So as we go into season three, thank you very much, John. Hey, John Lee, thank you very much, my friend. We appreciate you being a listener, a fan, and uh, for sending us a great idea. And also, you can do the same. Hit Jeremy up at the Geekest Cast on Twitter. Hit me up at BobbyBlaze744. Hit the joint account up at Bell to Bell Blaze and leave us your ideas. We've already kicked some new things around for the next, you know, next year of our podcast. We have some uh, certain goals that the professional I've talked about off the air, um, you know, in regards to this podcast. And uh, we, we want your input, man. So, John Lee, thank you. And we can move on uh get ready jeremy we're going to use some the f word again Boy, we're going to talk ever. about some of these fake huck, <laughs> uh, guys that you know have gotten into business again we're not going to raise their their profiles but we, we're going to mention some people and some of them you just go to other podcasts and and uh when we get into it you'll see what i'm talking about hopefully you enjoy this uh, episode though yeah absolutely so what you got for me off the bat here how are we going to do this uh well you know, so, signs of imposture here. Yeah, <laughs> and this is going to be a little looser. We're not going to be doing a, a, a list, quote-unquote list. We're not numbering it. We're going to kind of hopefully use this to start a conversation about some things. But, um, you know, starting off my list of ways to spot an imposter or signs of imposters is they rely on things you trust and believe in to support their BS, yeah. So they'll go, well, they'll go and like get a playbill from something and the, the barest of bullshit on it, use that as a way to support that they were there at this event. <laughs> oh man. Well, at the beginning of the show, I said, Hey Cecil, you're not the creeper. So I'm going to start right there. How about if you just go on and Twitter and social media nowadays, instead of getting your handbill and saying, Hey, I was in that play. Uh, how about you go on and you're trying to throw punches, uh, at, uh, you know, Dustin Rhodes and then you, you miss by a fucking mile. So it's an AEW. It's a, it's a guy that come on. I guess it's a, a guy comes on there and says it was me. Uh, I, I think his name's Eric is how you say it. I'm not going to give his, the profile and all that, but man, I don't know how to, if the guy has not been trained, which we'll get us some of these people. Training is a big part of being a world of professional wrestling. But how do you throw fake punches? I don't know if the, the I don't even know if this Eric guy is the guy, but he claimed to be the guy. I don't even know if I fucking want to be claimed to be the guy. Couldn't throw a fucking punch uh, at a certain camera angle. It doesn't matter the camera angle. I think you need to fucking connect. You need to be able to work, what have you. So let's just bury that right now for all the stuff that's happened with AEW here recently. You saw the uh, Dustin Rhodes footage where the guy's missing them by a fucking mile. Uh, I'm just going to start there. That guy's a fucking fraud. <laughs> Whether he's the one in the ring that threw him under the hood, claiming to be a creeper or whatever, or the guy that come on social media going, hey, it was me. Well, you know what? Fuck you. Learn to fucking work, Jack. Yeah, you know, it's, you know <laughs> I, I, I got to pull back a little bit because, again, I, I've never wrestled. And I, you know, 
I've never thrown a fucking work punch in my life, you know, um, but you're a straight shooter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you, I would figure at the very least you cover their head with your other hand and fucking whack that a few times. There you go. Yeah. I mean, just, you don't miss by three goddamn feet. You know, <laughs> now, oh, and, and the guy says he's trying to take care of him. Well, you know what? Take care of the fucking business. Dustin's been around a long time. He can take care of himself. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe, maybe some of that blame should go on the camera guys too. You know? Yeah. Or, well, they'll get better at that as everyone's going to say that. I know. Yeah. So I'm not going to totally shit on it, but yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Camera angles are important. The timing of it. And we've talked about some of that before production values and stuff. That's going to only go up. We can hope, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, and look, you know, okay. guys, camera guys are going to, are going to start switching shows. There's going to be guys who live closer to where something else is taped or, you know, there, there's going to be a, a point where some of those guys at the WWE with all that experience are going to get coaxed off and go work somewhere else. There's just, yeah. there's too many venues for this work to go on. Somebody's going to jump ship and through osmosis, some, some production value is going to leak out and get on the other products, which is better for us as fans. I agree with you. And so we're talking about the, the you said to rely on things that you trust, like a handbill or something, or, oh, I was the one on TV, mm-hmm. this and that. And that's kind of like, I guess, uh, something you sent me here. I guess that's kind of like clout chasing, like, I'm going to go in here and claim to be. And you've heard this before. I kind of shot you this uh, in a tweet the other day uh, about people I've met, like, you know, the fake, uh, hawk, hawk, tui. Uh, Dr. X that I met at a show up in West Virginia, a little old man. He was half fast blind. You know, he tried to say he was Dr. X back in the day. This, that. Of course, when you say Dr. X, we, we've had a podcast about, we know who Dr. X is and you're thinking, Debbie Harry, you know, wearing Dr. X t-shirt. That Dr. X that fucking was world renowned, you know, world renowned rather. And there's some little old guy that's just wanting to be in the back of a wrestling show claiming to be a wrestler from back in the day. The same thing with the great Kabuki that I met over in England that you know, it, it, there was no way, you know, just one of those things where they're looking for, they want to, they're, they're chasing, they're chasing something that's already passed, uh, but the boss, they never fucking lived it, you know, yeah. to, to I, that's just kind of where I was going to mention, I mentioned Kabuki and X and, um, I, I sent you this thing. There's a guy named, uh, he used to, he's passed away. He, he was Big Willie, and I know everyone get a little gig while I'm at or whatever. He was a big, strong guy. He won a couple of local bench, uh, bench, bench press contests back then. And he always claimed at all these shows the Road Warriors were brothers, and it was his uncles, you know. And, um, he just, he was lucky to be in a back sitting in the ring up for the old NWA, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't even happening that way, but he had his fans convinced. He was a fucking one of the wrestlers, one of the boys. He didn't know what the fucking one of the boys was, you know. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that they're just out there. They're 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 trying to assume someone else's ID, like you said to me, right? Yeah. Well, and you know, in cloud chasing as well. What I what I also meant with that is like you go and you get your pictures taken as a fan, maybe even you go and get your, <sighs> get your pictures taken with say like you know the boogie woogie man and a bunch of other people, and then you try to pass that off as like, oh yeah, see, I've worked with these guys. Yeah. Wow. You know? Or, or, yeah. you know, um, you know what? This is funny. And I'm, I, I don't mean this to shit on Joey Janela because I'm afraid the guy <laughs> slit my throat in an alley or something, but he's fucking Fuck, crazy. You're afraid of that little fucking. No, 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 no. I'm no, afraid God, of being snuck you. up. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But, but, Fritz, Slow down. Keep but, going, but, but Fritz von Mulkey, I, it just popped up to the top <laughs> of my Twitter feed. Fritz von Mulkey says, look at Joey Janela. In any other era, he'd been nothing more than enhancement talent, but now he buddies up to guys like Bix, you know, David Bixon's fan. 
who yeah. have a following, guys like Bix are so happy that they've gained acceptance from one of the boys that it goes on from there. That is oh, like the okay. ultimate in clout chasing. I'm not even saying that's what Joey Janela has done. Joey Janela has built his own name. I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ went out and congratulated him at a wrestling match recently. That's pretty big, deal, oh, right? <laughs> but, <clears throat> you know, that's kind of what I mean is like guys that get out there and, you know, build some bullshit clout by getting a picture yeah. taken with The Rock. And right. then they're like going, oh, yeah, see, I was in a tag team match with The Rock. And here's oh, a picture God. from that. And, Bobby, I'm sure you've run across shit like that. Oh, man, I run into it all the time. Like I said, I mentioned Big Willie and stuff. And then people come up to me and are like, they'll tell me that, you know, they uh, wrestle on a show with me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't know who you are, but, I, you know, I always know by the way someone approaches me, uh, by the way they say my name, if they say Bob or Bobby or, or Bobby Blaze, what have you. And I'm like... Uh, most, most of the people, you know, I do know a lot of people in my home area, but some people come up to me and they want to tell me, um, yeah, I remember we used to work out together back in the day. And I'm like, man, you like never my workout partner. I don't know you from Adam, you know, uh, but yeah. And I believe your story because, um, maybe I told you before, do, do, uh, do you know how many times I wrestled Ric Flair? Zero. Mm-hmm. But people come up and tell me all the time. I just had to learn to go with it. They tell me how they saw me working and wrestling Ric Flair. And the second one is the Macho Man. And it got so far-fetched that people was telling me, like, you remember I, I was at that show. I was the one that stood up and threw a snow cone at the Macho Man when he was beating you up. And he chased me. I'm like, I just learned to go with it because they're going to tell their own. They're going to spend their yeah. own story. Well, that's what's happening to these, these wannabe wrestlers. These people assume someone else's name. Like, you know, hey, I'm – and I was making this name up. So if your name's Jimmy Jones out there, sorry. But, hey, I'm Jimmy Jones. And uh, uh, I wrestled back in the day for NW. WA, um, and again, we're not going to build up these, um, these profiles, but I'm just going to throw this one out here. Tech sent us this one, like that Super Tramp guy. I watched that video, okay? I wrestled all over Canada. Mm-hmm. Never heard of the guy. And, and that's the guy that, you know, is going to tell you, uh, while I was around back in the 70s, and there's, uh, oh, there's no pictures of me, and um, they just make up this shit, man. They're, they're, they are, they're delusional. They're delusional. Yeah. Uh, the fan, and the fans, we want to believe it as fans, like, oh, this guy was a wrestler, or I saw you on TV. But they make up their own. These guys make up their own fucking backgrounds about how, you know what, Jeremy? You know what I did, Professor? I wore a mask, and I wrestled against the macho man. You probably didn't see me. Um, and I did this, and I'm trying to build up my own, you know, fucking bullshit story. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, uh, and I mentioned that Super Tramp because Tex did send us that video, and I, I guess that, again, try not to build his profile, but you can you can check that one out. I know we got some more to get to, but that's just oh, what yeah. comes to well, mind. Well, you know, and one of them is, and I'm not going to get into particular names here, but say like, say like you wrestle under a really generic name like, oh, I don't know, The Hangman, and, mm-hmm. and you've made a bullshit career for yourself for the last 40 years claiming to have... I don't know, but let's see, body saved Andre the Giant, been an NWA <laughs> world champion. Yeah. And your number one evidence is pulling up a bill that has the hangman with no actual name underneath it and go, see, right. guys right there, uh, you know, it, it, you know, it's like me claiming to be, you know, the, the mass superstar and fuck, prove I'm not. You know, there you go. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've done a show, my very first match, you know, uh, I'm not trying to pull wool over anyone's eyes here. My first match way back September 11, 1988, over in Hayside, Virginia. Uh, I won a Super Destroyer 3 under a mask. You know, there's no fucking Super Destroyer 3, but but how many people else have probably done a Super Destroyer 3 gimmick? And we know there's a Super Destroyer or or what have you. But uh, like that hangman, let's go off that. I know a guy that told me originally he was going to train me back in the day that he used to be one of the hangmen down in Tennessee, 
And, um, and uh, how many, so again, how many hangmen have come and gone? Because this is not the particular one you're talking about, but I've met the Texas hangman. I met mm-hmm. the one that was local that claimed to be a hangman back in the day down in Tennessee to the one that, you know, hangs out. Now, uh, Jimmy Valiant, who's a great guy. I love Jimmy Valiant. You know, the handsome Jimmy Valiant we talk about, we put him over in the show before. And I guess this guy's claim to fame is like he's in the, the Boogie Woogie Hall of Fame and, and he goes to these shows and I've seen him and I've shook his hand, shaken his hand rather. And, uh, uh, but he's never told me, but I know all this shit online where he's, again, you know, this is going probably go listen to the 605 if you want to know more about uh, who we're talking about on that one. But how can you go in there and say, you know, you, you beat Harley Race for the NWA title back in the 70s and you never fucking probably left the state that you was born in? I don't know. Yeah. Um, and they, like you said, slammed on Red Giant or whatever. They make this bullshit stories up. Um I don't know where I'm going with that, but that's just one. And I mentioned the 605 because that's where I first heard about it. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. I fucking met that guy before. Yeah. But I didn't well, realize I was meeting wrestling royalty, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, there's, there's okay, this Jeremy. thing. There's this thing that, hey, there's one for the working man right there. Thank you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> um, I believe I will. Yeah. Well, there's this thing that happens. Now, you know, my dad served in Vietnam. And, it, you know, it was... I never had to serve in the army because guys my dad's age fucking ended the draft by being in such an unpopular fucking war and getting called a baby killer when they came home, right? Well, we had some guys run for office here in California and in other places as well, but the ones I remember were here who would call themselves a Vietnam veteran. And then it turned out the cocksuckers were at some, or it turned out the guys were at some base in Florida during the Vietnam war, shit like that, you know? And it's, it's just that like trying to get credit for some shit somebody else did, and it just makes me crazy. And wrestling, wrestling sets itself up for it, because, look, I mean, back, especially back in the territory days, a guy could show up to wrestle in a match and be like, fuck yeah, I've wrestled all over California, yeah, down in L.A., I'm all over the place, and now you're in Missouri, and they don't have any contacts in California, you don't know who to check with, they're like, all right, get in the fucking ring, and, you know, the, you know, some of these guys, I mean, a couple guys have been killed doing this. A couple guys have been hurt really bad doing this. And a couple guys have hurt people really bad doing this. Yeah. And, and it, it, you know, people, oh, who cares? You know, it's whatever. No, uh, when you do shit like this, people do get hurt. You know, there is yeah. a consequence to passing yourself off as something you're not. And I don't care if it's yeah. wrestling. I don't care if it's selling fake medicine or being a bullshit business. Ah, guru. Too, by the way. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, or selling bullshit medicine. People get hurt because other people are full of shit. Yeah. And I know where you're going with that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to that one second too. Mm-hmm. So the um I think the the main one probably is like um the mass transit. I'll just say it. I guess yeah. he was doing the Ralph Cramden thing, he's a young underage kid back in the day, uh against New Jack. And New Jack's not someone you want to fuck with, man. No. But I but I guess him and this other uh trying, I can't even think of his partner, but he he had basically con uh I don't know how you do this, Paul, Paul Heyman. I don't know how you call that guy, but he did. That you know, he faked his age and he faked his training. That he was killed by Killer Kowalski, and um, he gets in the ring and he's underage. And, and uh, New Jack, you know, got him, I gigged him, and Bad. you know, the kid's seventeen years old. But yeah, I guess he slavered a couple of arteries yep. and fucking bled out in the ring, basically. Yep. So yeah, people could fucking get hurt or die doing that. And and I I think the to an extent, as wrestling fans, sometimes you want to believe that, you know, oh, this guy that lives down the street 
is the guy that was under the – he wrestled as whatever, the math, the, the, the Super Destroyer number three. Or I had some kids come by just a couple years ago, did you wrestle a Spider-Man? You know, used to, and I was like, that's not me. It was some goof down another street, you know, not my street. But he's been on some independent show and tried to impress some kids with, with some kind of gimmick mask. You know, would have say Spider-Man. But, yeah. but you know what I'm saying. It's one of those things. But this guy never went anywhere, never done anything, never did anything. But had these fucking young kids convinced, you know, he wrestled under a mask because, again, I'm just throwing spider-man after no digs against spider-man because he's pretty cool yeah uh, but yeah it's just um and back to that mass transit thing so you can get fucking hurt man you can get killed that guy could have bled out um and i know his name i've got a little bit of research on him because uh, I, I i did some on it believe it or not and um I know he's now deceased, but man that's that's just terrible to 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 want that kind of glory that you're willing to do that, but the fans also feed into it too. Like, I want to believe that guy. Um, oh, yeah. And that guy, I guess that night, that fucking uh, mass trans, I guess he fucking, you know, learned to believe in it really quick. So, oh, yeah. I don't know. And I don't uh, know if people think, oh, wrestling's bullshit, therefore, well, you know, fucking New Jack's gigged a whole bunch of motherfuckers in a <laughs> yeah. bad way. You know, yeah, I've seen him go off before, believe me. You yeah, don't want to yeah. be on the receiving end of that. Yeah, um, you, yeah, you do not want to be on the business end of a knife that New Jack is holding. Ever, right? Yeah, ever. yeah. I wouldn't try, I didn't want to gig myself, let alone someone else fucking gig me, man. Yeah. No way. No, um, but that's your delusion of grandeur too. Like I want to be at an ECW wrestling show, Jeremy, and uh, 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 Paul Heyman's going to hire me, or, or you know I'm going to be on the Smoky Mountain show and Jim Cornette's going to hire me, or I'm going to fucking be in a WWE tomorrow because Vince is going to hire me, and I'm and I'm telling you all this stuff because I've got this delusion that I'm going to be, or I was that guy under the hood, or whatever, or the mask, or yeah, the crimson fucking mask, Jack, you know, yeah. So, um, well, I don't know. I know. Just keep going. Feed me something, whatever you want, man. We're just having fun. Hopefully everyone's enjoying the well, podcast. They probably expected a top 10, but this is what they're getting. Yeah, well, you know what? It's New Year's. We haven't done as much. matter of fact, I kind of outsourced my, my research to my lady friend this week. And, oh, yeah. shout out to the lady friend. Yep, <laughs> yep. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I want to focus on one here for a second that that's, sure. that I just, every time, you know, Nate over at Weidman posts this guy's videos oh, all yeah. the time. Okay. And, and it just, it makes me batty seeing this fucking sunken chest, slack-jawed motherfucker getting uh, thrown through barbed wire tables and shit. This soup, what do they call them, super humming? I guess well, it's H-U-M-M-A-N. Well, I checked this, just so yeah. you know. Yes, I actually, he was following me, believe it or not, on Twitter. Uh, yeah, you can probably believe that. I know. Because <laughs> I got a fucking shitload of people that follow yeah. me. And I, I follow a shitload back. Because uh, that's my only social media at BobbyBlaze744. Well, I blocked them because I got tired of seeing a motherfucker jump off a back porch somewhere on a microwave or onto a refrigerator saying he's doing an elbow drop, uh, you know, so and so style or macho man style or whatever he's doing. Uh, I just had to block him. But yes, it's, uh, I think it's, uh, I double checked it. I've got them blocked because I got tired of seeing that shit. But I know Nate. Hey, Nate, Tim, all you guys, uh, TR out there, white men can't jump. Jeremy, I couldn't stomach it anymore, man. No, I, I have I trouble watching it. You know, I have, I, I got to tell you. So, my. Is my it ex- humming or superhuman? I think I, it's supposed to be superhuman, but I think it is humming. Wait, maybe he needs to eat some more fucking hummus. I don't know what the yeah, fuck Yeah, the, the way it's spelled is humming. I don't, I don't know how he wants to pronounce it. My, my yeah. son was over here a while back, and his grandfather is going through some really nasty surgeries. And <clears throat> Micah was explaining the scar that his grandfather has to me. 
And I just, I winced and I was like, Oh God, he goes, I know it made my butthole hurt. He goes, I don't even know how that works. <laughs> but as soon as he said that, I'm like, I understand. I can't explain it, but I understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Watching this poor fucker get thrown through a t- willingly get thrown willingly. through tables and, sh- and doing stupid shit kind of makes my butthole hurt, Bobby. Yeah. I'm with you. I so just, should I unblock him and follow him again, or no? <laughs> that's you know that's up to you. I I kind of thought about unfollowing Nate one time because I was sick of seeing him <laughs> repost these. Yeah, no, I I, I did it because he kept actually he he tagged me a couple of things and I was like I I, I didn't oh, know the guy, no yeah. person. I mean he could be from the hollers of Kentucky for all I know. Uh, but I did, cause I, I just got cringeworthy fucking, like you said, butthole hurting. Like, I don't want to see that shit, man. Exactly. Yeah. And you know what? I, the other thing is, unless, unless it's something, yeah, unless it's something, you know, I want to see, don't fucking tag me in your posts. <laughs> you know, unless you yeah. know for a fact, like, oh, hey, Jeremy would love this. Don't fucking tag me in your posts. Yeah. I had somebody do that one time and ended up in some racist shit. And I'm just like, I unfollowed everybody, blocked everybody, and then, you know, I'm just kind of like, fuck all you guys. Don't ever fucking tag me in this shit. You know? Yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Um, so, who we going to go? i tell you what, dude, I'm going to get, you mentioned a guy earlier. I'm going to just, just as a reference point, okay? Yeah. Um, there's a really good article I found. It's, it's on uh, the uh, cageseats.com. And you'll probably have to help me with the brown say, because you know me, I'm going to fuck someone's name up as sure as can be. But it's David Pixenpan. Is that his name? David David Pixenpan, yeah. He talks a story. Yes. Okay. So you mentioned earlier, he's got the story of the fake Stan Lee and other fake imposter wrestling stars. And it's a little bit older article, but um, on it, as you and Tex and myself were tweeting, you know, direct messaging privately, it talks about the fake Stan Lee. Okay, or Stan Lee, rather. I'm sorry. Yeah. Excuse me. Should not mention Stan Lee in the same name as fake, first of all. Sorry. Uh, Stan Lane. Apologize yes. there. Um, okay. But, yeah, so this wrestler down at Memphis. He passed away way back in, I don't know, 2010 or 11 there. And the whole, for 20 years of life, he claimed to be, you know, the one of the, the fa- uh, fa- uh, fa- fabulous ones was Stan Lane. And blah, blah, blah. It's a really good article because what I was going to reference is, is in the article – uh, for people want to know, some of these people were not raising their profiles up, but um, it talks about like Gorgeous George III, the, the, not the third, I apologize that. Gorgeous George, this guy claimed, claimed to be, you know, George, uh, the Gorgeous George from back in the day. We put the him over on our George. show. The Gorgeous George, yes. It talks about, it's just a really good article. Um, it talks about the uh, Corporal uh, Krishner, the mm-hmm. fake guy, I guess, uh, the one out of Maryland that claimed to be. Leatherface and someone else and all these different names, whatever that we're talking about. Um, but the, the one I was getting at is like, I don't know how this, um, we're, you know, we already mentioned hangman and stuff. So all those things can be found on there, but like this, this guy goes through, I don't know how you do this, Jeremy is where I'm getting out this, trying to spit it out for you. Sure. Where do you go in your life for 20 years? You've claimed to your wife or to your kids or to even your, even family members, I guess, uh, let alone just fans. But, but, hey, I wrestled as, you know, uh, Bobby Blaze back in the 90s and early 2000s or something like that. And you live your life for 20 fucking years doing that to the day you die. 
Yeah. And you faked out people saying, well, I actually stopped wrestling, we'll say, in the year like 1983, because that's when the, the fabs like really started getting over huge. And that's whose batana you take one. You tell some woman that's gullible enough to fucking believe you. And, of course, I know that's before all the social media shit, but I'm just thinking, how do you fucking even live that lie? Now, I know other people's probably done it, but that just comes to mind. Like, how do you, how do you fucking lay down at night thinking, I'm that guy that, you, you never stepped foot in a fucking ring. You bought a ticket to a wrestling show one time in your life, and, and maybe you snuck in a whole bunch of others, but you're not the fucking wrestler. You're certainly not a Stan Lane or, or you know, uh, Killer Kowalski or fucking Jimmy Superfly Snooker, whoever you claim to be, yeah. just throwing names out at you, coming off the top of my head. How does someone do that? What What is that? Is that still your delusion of grandeur? Because I know we'll get to, uh, 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 oh, yeah, well, uh, here's another uh, e word I'm gonna spit, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was in entertainment. Oh you Jesus! Know. Yeah, thank you. Spit good. And I know we're, we're gonna get to eventually the, the fixation on your enemies, but uh, this delusion of grandeur—like, how do you? How do these people even do that, man? What the fuck's up? Are people that fucking lost in our world right now in society in, in, in this country? I don't even know. I'm sure it happens. That's nothing. I'm sure it happens in another fucking country because I met the great Kabuki over in fucking England. Yeah. How many guys? If I understood uh, Japanese better, how many guys do I know? What introduced himself in the back saying, uh, you know, hey, I was so-and-so back, and I'm like, yeah, bow to him, whatever. Uh, it, it has to happen in other places besides uh, United States and Canada. I'm sure it's happened oh, somewhere sure. in Mexico if all the fucking loot drawer that wear masks. I'm sure someone's down there sitting on a corner going, I was so-and-so back in the day, you know, yeah. in and, Spanish, of course. Yeah, well, <laughs> and, you know, it doesn't just happen in wrestling. It happens in entertainment because entertainment in general is an easy mark, you know, because people want to, People want to be in on the yeah. air crowd, man. They want to. They want to be with the cool kids. They, you know, and you, there's that that lost. The, they call that the sunk cost fallacy. Once you're in for a penny, man, you're in for a pound. Once you've let yourself get bullshitted, you there don't you want. You don't want the bullshit to come out. You want to believe what you believe. You can't have been wrong, you know. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a, well it's, okay. It's, Talked mm-hmm. about the embellishment. Uh, uh, using someone else. Here's the thing, too. I yeah. think here's an easy way go back to a, to a fraud or if a wrestler says, "Hey, do you want my autograph?" Well, they're probably not a fucking wrestler. I've never went to anyone, and I know a shitload of professional wrestlers. I don't think's ever said, "Hey, you want my autograph?" No. Um, usually, the fans, if they're a fan, they'll come up and say, "Hey, can I have an autograph?" or "Can I get a picture with you?" or what have you. So I think that's an easy way to identify someone, you know, that that says, you know, I was in a wrestling. Hey, you want my autograph? It's kind of like um, you're seeing Dickie Roberts where it's fucking David Spade. He's talking to Leaf Garrett at the beginning. And the girls come up. And he's like, you know, aren't you Leif Garrett? And he's like, yeah. And they can get your autograph. And he goes, and David Spade goes, you want my autograph? And, of course, he's playing Dick and Robert. He goes, yeah. They go, no. He goes, I'll pay you $5, $20. Shit. <laughs> if you're someone that says, hey, Jeremy, uh, you want my autograph? He's like, no. And I'm like, hey, Jeremy, I'll pay you $5. Well, you, you might hold out to 20 I don't know. But you're, a wrestler's not going to fucking say to you, do you want my autograph? Yeah, you know? I wouldn't um, think so. Let's do, nowadays, let's do it. How about a selfie? Let's get the fucking selfie out and – well, no, because um, that ruined my gimmick. That ruined my image. I don't want my picture taken because I'm not really a wrestler. But, you know, if you got a mask on, you can say, well, back in the day, I wore a wrestling mask. Uh, I'm not doing pictures a day. Yeah, um, that's that's totally <laughs> me. But, um, you know, I don't show up on film. And, uh, you know, Bobby, there was, there was a time that uh, my, you know, my dad dressed like a cowboy all the time. And there was a time they had a friend down in L.A. who had a daughter who was on fucking Dallas or one of those shows back in the 80s. Okay. Right? 
So my dad gets invited to this party with, with his wife and this lady that they were friends with. And my dad ends up signing autographs because nobody wouldn't believe he wasn't in Westerns in the seventies. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. There you go, man. How cool is that, though? And he just got, he tired. got over at night. Yeah, he just got tired of saying no and kind of started going with it, getting his picture taken and signing shit for people. And, exactly. Yeah. See, that's the thing with the Macho Man and Rick's, uh, Randy's, uh, the Ric Flair stories is people, I, I, my brother and one of my other friends, I, they would tell me, you know, like, you just have to, you, you have to go with it because that's their story. They're not going to believe you didn't really wrestle Ric Flair or the Macho Man. That's just two that come to mind that I, that I hear a lot about that I've just finally said, yeah. And I always say this, well, who won the match? And they say, well, you know, Ric Flair beat you. I'm like, of course. Of course I, said, I remember now. Yeah. Of course. I, and I'll say, the beam with figure four? Did I tap out? What happened? They go, yeah, you submitted. Or they go, you know, you got to the ropes that one time. I'm like, yeah, okay. I don't know what fucking match you're watching, but it wasn't me, pal. Boy, did I ever. Your dad just kept signing autographs because no one didn't want to not believe he was not a cowboy star in the westerns in the seventies. That's you it. Know? That's it. You get uh, caught up in your own story and you will not let it go. <laughs> that's why. That's why these people can get away with being full of shit. I think you know. Yeah, I agree with you, man. Yeah. I don't know where do we go from here, Jeremy. Well, that's you know just, what? Uh, I, this this one is kind of interesting to me because okay. um, fixation on enemies. It's like so. So somebody starts to poke a hole. Yeah. Somebody starts to poke a hole in their, their little balloon of bullshit. And now all of a sudden you'll start seeing enemies lists and, you know, uh, <laughs> threats and, oh, I don't know, Facebook posts that, uh, shit on Brian from the 605 and things yeah. like that. Um, but, you know, and it, it's kind of funny because, you know, it's, it's not just wrestlers. There's other people that, you know, get singled out by somebody like, Hey, you're full of shit. And the next thing you know, man, there's an enemies list and an over and, um, like threats of, Hey, I'm going to get you like this, or you don't <laughs> yeah. want me to reveal what I know about you stuff and things like that start coming. And I don't, uh, the way, the way I was, the way I was reading about this earlier was that when you get into this, like fixation on an enemy, yeah, it almost is a way for them to aggrandize themselves again because they can they can in their heads or, or try to make themselves seem merciful by not, hitting you with whatever bullshit threat they've got. I could do this, but, but yeah. I'm a bigger but, man, so I'm not going to. Yeah, and I, I saw a couple doing the research. I saw a couple on, um, we'll just throw out the hangman list, we'll just say that list. He had he had so many fucking enemies, like, you know, that, and I'm sure we'll be blocked, and I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't give I don't, a fuck, you know, yeah. I'm just saying, I'm sure, you know, Right now, whoever listens to this podcast, they, and if they're on his side, because we're the enemy now, because we've – We've exposed someone for being someone they're not, mm -hmm. if you will. Um, we'll probably end up on a fucking enemy list, just so you know. Yeah, that's okay. So, for the record, find Jeremy at the Geekish Cast. Find me <laughs> at Bobby Blaze 744 and block me or whatever. But I'm all about, you know, hey, I don't want to fucking start a bunch of shit on my Twitter because I love my Twitter account. But yeah. you know what? If I'm blocked, I'm blocked. Like I said, I, I blocked the, the super humming or whatever, the human whatever earlier because I just didn't want to see that. Well, uh, if you block me because, you know, you're, you're, you're a quote, you know, professional wrestler and we know you're an imposter or whatever, that's fine. Um, I, I don't, you know, go to the Bell to Bell Blaze podcast and bitch there because Jeremy, I answer it and I probably won't see it. And if I do, I don't want to see it and I'll block you again, <laughs> block you right back or whatever. You'll, you'll be on double but, secret uh, probation and double yes, block. Yes. Yeah. That's right, man. Fuck yeah. But, um, anyway, yeah. Let's just, you know what, Jeremy? I'm just going to throw this out at you. Here's some of us not uh, get around with spit, just so you know. Here's mm -hmm. some of us not fake. Tui, <laughs> Tui, 
Yeah, there you go. I got a couple books out, okay? And awesome. it talks about a lot of these things. And of course, it's not going to talk about, uh, you know, this particular, um, what we're talking about on this subject or what have you. But on my books, if you want it, if you like this podcast, we hope you did. Welcome to 2020. We're having a good time. We're going to come back. We've got a couple ideas for new top tens that we're going to work around. We gave all our shout outs, whatever. I'm just going to say a couple things and I'll let the professor take us out of here. So, Jeremy, I got a couple books. And if you want to help out this podcast, go get a book off Amazon. Here's an easy way to do it. And a little, the, the podcast a little bit, it gets a little bit of kickback is what I'm trying to spit out. So if you want my first book, pin me, pay me, have boostable travel. Here's a little shortcut. Go to tinyurl.com slash blaze book one. That's my first book. It's got 104, 105 reviews, maybe. Um, all, all pretty positive, and I appreciate that because I want honest. I appreciate all reviews, honest reviews. Um, if you say Bobby sucks, you know what? That might be true. I may suck, but it's none of your fucking business who I suck and yeah. what I suck. I'm just saying this. At least put the work over in my book. You know, if you like the book, you like the book. If you don't, you don't. Leave me a review. Hopefully, thumbs up it, whatever. My second book, I kicked out on two, The Educational Wrestler. Again, if you want to help out the podcast, the Bell to Bell Bobby Blaze podcast, uh, you know, we, we, we're building this great thing up here. We're having fun with it. Just get this second book. It's my most recent one. I'm working on a third. We'll, we'll see if time will tell if I get the third one out. But it's basically tinyrl.com slash blazebook2. That'll take you to the links. Use the links. The show gets a little bit of kickback, and I appreciate it. I know the professor does because it does help offset our co-hosting fees. We're not beg borrowing. I might steal only from, I don't know. Well, what's that? No, I'm not going to steal. I don't like liars and thieves and not stealing anything. So we're not trying to rob you blind. It's a way to help support the show. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash blazebook1 for pin me, pay me, or tinyurl.com slash blazebook2. Uh, for um, I kicked out to the education wrestler and Jeremy happy fucking new year oh yeah I'm gonna have another beer in just a few minutes just so you know you hey Melanie well. get ready because I don't know where the fuck you go from here well what is this this is gonna be number three right <laughs> I guess man I, yeah <laughs> who's counting they're sitting over here yeah number three I yeah. might do a shot too who the fuck oh, knows oh lordy well this day's getting yeah. off to a big start well yeah <laughs> so, you know, everybody, what I kind of wanted to do without really raising, and we, we ended up, I'm sure, talking about one person a whole bunch, because there's no way not to when it comes to talking Bye. about fucking charlatans and pro wrestling. And Bobby, I got a little confession. Oh, fuck. Well, I'm not a priest, but I'll listen to it. Okay. Well, I don't actually have a doctorate. <laughs> I don't actually have a doctorate in grappleology. Oh, fuck. Did you... Funay or fucking uh, accolades at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Did you blow them out proportion? I did a little bit. I did a little bit. Yeah. yeah. You are a professor though. You um, got the PhD and something, it's, dude. It's an, it's an honorary degree, but yeah. Honorary yeah. degree. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can have the PhD. I got the PhD of hard knocks. I don't know. There you, you know. Go. There you uh, go. Been hit the head too many fucking times. I probably forgot more than I know. And uh, you know, we just hope you enjoyed the show. And these imposters and frauds in the pro wrestling business. And uh, what do you say, imposter frauds and charlatans? Yes, sir. Imposters, frauds, and charlatans. People that are fucking hot to it, fake yeah. in the wrestling business. Spit yeah, on. We, we don't use that word <laughs> around here very, very lightly. Not no, so if you heard the F word or the E word to this show, please, please brush your teeth, use some mouthwash, mm-hmm. spit it out. We don't want to hear them on this show because we're all about keeping it real and having a good fucking time. 
And uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. And I'm, I'm looking forward to this whole 2020 in the podcast. Let's see what happens. Oh, right? yeah, absolutely. You know, guys, I want to throw out there real quick, just for shits and giggles. If you've got a local story about some charlatan fraud oh, or yeah, yeah. In, in your local wrestling market or maybe somebody in your state that you've heard of or, you know what, I'll, I'm going to open this one up even more. Some bullshit wrestling school where a guy who had no fucking oh, fuck business. Yes. Yeah, a guy who had no fucking business running a wrestling school opened a school. Please let us know. Get on Twitter. Shoot, shoot us some info. Share your story. Because maybe maybe this will become a little segment we can do once a month and just talk about. Oh, that'd be fun, man. That's a good idea. Be. That's why you're the fucking professor. Yeah, that, that would be a lot of fun. I'd love to do that. Um, Bobby, you got anything to say before we wrap up? No, man. I know we um, had fun with it. I, I appreciate you taking time to record it. I know you take a lot of time in editing and, and recording and editing and, and producing the show. So, uh Thank you very much. We've gotten 18 months under our belt. We're starting season three, episode one, episode one today. Uh, let's just make these next 12 to 18 months happen and see what's happening from there. And uh, thank you very much for uh, everything you've done for me and for the podcast and to the wrestling fans and the people that do listen to it. We do appreciate you. And hit us up uh, on our Twitter at Belt to Belt Blaze and, and uh, give us some more ideas. We'll have fun with it. Thanks very much. Yeah, absolutely, I, guys. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I didn't mean to I was just going to say, just, just so you know, all kidding aside, I'm going to get real serious for like two seconds here. I know it's a hard world. We just got through the holidays. Uh, thankfully, we got through them all. If you're listening to this podcast, you got through them. It's a new year. People, do me a favor. Take care of each other out there. Show some love. Show some kindness. Be good to each other, man. The world's fucking hard enough as it is. Um, some places in the Western Hemisphere, it's fucking cold, it's wet, it's rainy, it's snowy. Uh, you may get down, you may get depressed or whatever. Try not to be too down on yourself. Try not to judge yourself too hard. Show some love, show, show some kindness, and just be good to each other out there. You know I'm always try to say that when I can get that in, Jeremy, because I mm-hmm. do think it's so important for our listeners and for you and for myself as well, because we talk a little bit off air. and uh, Sometimes you just got to be there to live it, and when you get through it, man, just, just show some kindness and show some love. That's right, that's right. Or as I always say, just don't be a dick. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody, for Bobby Blaze and myself, Professor Jeremy Vilmer, thank you for listening to Bell to Bell with Bobby Blaze, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye, everybody.